This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 41 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. New horses, lameness, and massage. We would like to thank our sponsor, Equestrian Collections. Equestrian Collections brings the whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips. You can visit them at equestriancollections.com. And also Easy Signs Online, the number one farm sign company in the United States. Order online at easysignsonline.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They bring you the news through hell, high water, while using their tails as their own flight swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop calls. It's time again for Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. This is Glenn the Geek. And I'm Helena B. And this is the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Well, we got that introduction done in about three takes after you're laughing the whole way through it all the time. <laughs> you, you finally put on your mute, didn't you? I did because <laughs> you know, and it's not a day for it's not a day for laughing. I'm not having a good day. Jeez, are you having a bad day? <clears throat> I'm having a bad go of things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the overall scheme of things, no. Like I said last week, everybody's healthy and generally happy. <clears throat> it's just my horse life has been struggling. I was supposed to go for my lesson this morning, and I was five minutes late, and my instructor wouldn't teach me. So that put me in a snit. <laughs> that put me in a snit, too. I know. I look forward to I'm telling you, Wednesdays are There's like probably the probably been times when, when you, she's been five minutes late. Yeah. And I'm, you, you know what? I am so good about being on time because I'm really respectful of other people's time, and especially instructors who are working all day. You've got one student after another, and... You know, um, so I'm really very respectful. And I guess I, I kind of expect people to give me a mulligan, to look at the big picture and say, Helena's always here on time. She's great. You know, uh, she's courteous and considerate and, and, well, you know, whatever. Even if she said to me, well, we can only ride for 45 minutes today because you were late. No problem. You know, that's fine. Huh, it'd be interesting to hear from our listeners uh, what what experiences they've had with instructors or stories, or if they're if they are instructors from the other side. It'd be yeah. interesting for them to send us an email. Just go to our website at stablescoop.com and hit the contact link. That would be that would be interesting, probably topic for a for a show sometime. Oh yeah, I mean because I've seen the other side. I remember I used to schedule all the lessons. Oh, that's uh, right. At yeah. Myopia, and I've I've heard every excuse in the book you can think of. So yeah, but uh, if you're five minutes late, you tack up and you start fifteen minutes late, they still bill you for the whole hour. And and that's fine. You know that that's their time. That's that's fine. If yeah, you're that's late, part of late. the deal. That's okay. As you late, but at least you get forty five minutes in. Yeah, and you know I, I I'm just a little bit oversensitive too because uh, whatever I'm just because oversensitive. You're Helena. Because there's there's seven days in the week, and six of those days, I'm all wrong. And on Wednesdays, when I show up for my lesson, man, it just sets me right. And well, now so, you're doing our show, which always sets you right every week. So always you sets can me recover right. now. Well, it's funny because I come and record this right after my lesson. Oh, see, that makes it for a perfect morning. Yeah, yeah. 
Sorry. So anyway, enough about me. (laughs) I wanted to uh, say, too, that we've officially now gone over our 100th 100th episode. Woohoo! And I counted. I I have officially interviewed 162 guests. Oh, my gosh. I know. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of guests. That's a lot of guests. That's a lot of talking. That's a lot of Glenn on the radio. I don't know. Now we know what Jennifer's life is like. Exactly. Exactly. You know what torture she goes through every day. (laughs) Speaking of torture, there's something that I've been doing on all the shows, and I want to mention here as well. Um, Somebody else had a bad day yesterday, and that was the Hobby Horse people from Hobby Horse Clothing Company. I think you know them, Helena. They have, uh, they're out of, yeah, Chino, California. They do the chaps and the fancy Western shirts, the very high-end stuff, Mm -hmm. and very pretty, nice stuff. And unfortunately, thieves made off with approximately $250,000 worth of chaps and show tops right out of their warehouse. Uh, More than 300 pairs of the uh, PMS split leather chaps and the show tops were stolen. They had just been delivered from their broker less than 12 hours earlier, so... Within 12 hours, somebody broke in, and apparently they didn't even go into the offices. They didn't try and steal computers or electronic equipment, nothing. They just targeted this shipment. Just the chaps, Yeah, so this looks like, you know, to me, like it might have been an inside job of some sort or somebody from the dock or delivery company or something. Uh, Anyway, she's asking for help. She's... You know, as she says here, my employees in my company are jeopardized by this robbery. We lo- we lost Im- inventory, including limited edition garments that cannot be replaced. Uh, and, of course, it puts a huge cash flow problem. You know, even if they get insurance money, they're, they're delayed in shipping orders. You know, and this stuff takes forever to get in. So, so she's asking for help. She's asking that if anybody from the horse community comes across any uh, strange offers on hobby horse apparel, and her apparel is very distinctive. Right. Um, she's offering a. Re- uh, she says a reward will be offered in this case, and she's basically saying, you know, if you go to a show and somebody's selling hobby horse chaps and stuff for cheap out of their back of their truck, or you know, your or tax eBay. shop or eBay Craigslist, right? Craigslist, or if you're a tax shop and somebody approaches you, she's asking that you please get a hold of her. Just go to her website. I think it's hobbyhorse.com and well, hobbyhorseinc.com. Hobbyhorseinc.com, and yep. give her a call. Uh, they have the police working on it now, so uh, we just wanted to put the word out. That's part of the reason we do these shows is to help the horse community. And I, ha- Helena and I have both been in the tack business before, and when you lose a quarter million dollars worth of stuff, that hurts bad. So mm. uh, we we wish her the best of luck, and and uh, keep your eyes and ears open, everybody. Okay. We'll put uh, we'll also put that email that she sent over to us with all her contact and information and everything in our show notes, so that, that okay. people can check on that as well. Good. I'd love to see this this solved. Yep. Well, we we have a, a jam packed show for you today. So Helena and I don't, much to our dismay, don't have a whole lot of time to sit around and just chit chat. <laughs> but um, we did have. I wanted to mention Helena that we got a great response. It seems like people really did love the Julie Goodnight show, um, and we actually have somebody from her organization on the show today. But uh, that seemed to be very popular, and we're glad you liked it. If you didn't get to listen to it, go back to last week and, and listen to Julie Goodnight. I, 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 I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it again. Obviously, I did because I edited it. But it was probably one of the best shows we've ever done just because it just all clicked, and she was great. You know? Yeah, so, she's, she's a good uh, – that was a good conversation. Yep, it was great. And, it, you know, uh, I just I, – I think it was a fun show, and we'll, I'll, we'll have her back on again at some point because we could talk to her for a day and not cover the same topic twice. I know. And, 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 you know, speaking about the 162 guests that we've talked to, you learn so much from each of them. But, um, you know, 
you, there's definitely something special about talking to somebody like Julie Goodnight, you know, something where you have this conversation and you can immediately go home and apply what you've discovered through that conversation right to your own uh, horses. So, yeah, she can come on anytime. Yep, anytime. All right, what do we have planned for today, Helena? Today we have, uh, well, this week is Author Week. We have three great authors on with us discussing some informative and help, uh, helpful books and DVDs that have just come to the market. The first is Essie Rogers, and she's with the Kentucky Horse Council, and she's going to be speaking about their brand new DVD called Horse Smarts, Essential Advice for Today's Horse Owner, which is great. Um, the second is Heidi Nyland, who we were just talking about, and she's going to speak about her new book, which she co-wrote called Understanding Lameness, Examining Equine Lameness from Diagnosis to Prognosis, and she co-wrote that with uh, Dr. Terry Swanson. And then we have Megan Erault, if I'm saying her last name correctly. I'm sure she'll, she'll let me know if I'm right when we talk to her. Um, Megan wrote The Horse Lover's Guide to Massage. So I'm personally interested in that conversation because I, I would just love to give my horse a massage and you know, <laughs> get the crankiness have, out of him every now and again. I'm interested in talking to her, too, because I've actually started going in my uh, massage myself once a month. Really? And, and my wife can notice a difference. And the week after the massage, she says you're just in a better mood and you're not as achy and you sleep better. Uh, I, I think, it's, I mean, considering the amount of stress that we put ourselves through and we put our horses through, I can't see how massage wouldn't be immediately beneficial. Yeah, I agree. And I just, I, you know, I fought it. Actually, I didn't want to go. And then after the first time I went, uh, you know, I delayed going the second time. She said, you were just so much happier. Go. So she's shipping me out the door. To go to the um, the uh, the very nice, sweet massage girl here from Kentucky who has a very southern accent. You see, I, I want I want to just go back for a minute and highlight what Jennifer said. You were so much happier yeah, after you went. <laughs> I know, I know. So this is my wife encouraging me to go get the massage, which is an interesting mm -hmm. twist there too. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, I think massages do work, and and you know obviously they work for animals. And we'll talk to Megan about why and what what she discovered writing her book. Super. And the other thing is, we only have a couple days left to enter to win our giveaway. So you got to get over to StableScoop.com and click on the right-hand side there, the giveaway link. It's free. It's easy to sign up. We have two great products, but they're only good until May 31st. So go over there and sign up. Equestrian Collections donated the Best Shot Equine MED Rain Rot Box Set, which I'm really glad, actually, that that's the last time I'm going to have to say that in this show. <laughs> um, and this uh, box set includes 16-ounce uh, Rain Rot Treatment, the 12-ounce shampoo, and the 12-ounce topical spray. That is a great package. I it just is, want actually. everybody to know. That is, yeah. If, and if this I problem, I mean, no matter where you are in a country, you're going to run into rain rot at some time or another or, right. you know, some kind of skin condition. So It's just that it, it, it stops it. It's it stops the rain rot, treats the rain rot, and it stops the the itching and the hair growth. Like just, it, it hits all three nails on the head. So I, whatever, keep going. Sorry. Okay, well, good. Well, <laughs> I we like thank, this stuff. <laughs> we thank Equestrian Collections for their donation there, and we encourage you to stop over to EquestrianCollections.com if you're looking at buying anything in the next couple of a couple of weeks, the next month. We we just ask that you you listen to Helene and I, and at least check out Equestrian Collections first before you buy it, because they probably have it at a good price. Mm. So give them a try. And then also, uh, we have donated a commercial on an episode of the Stable Scoop radio show. It could be for your business, farm, lessons, or whatever you like. You can donate it to a charity or just wish your horse husband a happy birthday, whatever it is. Um, 
maybe a maybe an engagement announcement. Ooh, oh, see there. So if, we, if we have any guys listening, any you know horse fiancés or no, they wouldn't be a fiance yet, would they? Horse no. boyfriends, right. uh, and you know your girlfriend listens. There's a good one, huh? So it could be for anything. Stop over there at StableScoop.com and sign up today. We also want to mention our official social network of the Horse Radio Network is Equestrian Life. Equestrian Life's been a great partner to us, and and we know we get a lot of listeners out of Equestrian Life. You can check over there. All our shows are actually played over there as well. But they're like the Facebook for the horse world, and if you haven't checked them out yet, you should. It's a great social network that, that we enjoy. Well, uh, Helena, I think we're going to have to get started with our guests pretty quickly here. Yep. Tell us a little bit about the first one while I dial her up. Okay. Our first guest today is Essie Rogers of the Kentucky Horse Council. And as I mentioned earlier, Essie's going to talk about the Kentucky Horse Council's new DVD, which is called Horse Smarts, Essential Advice for Today's Horse Owner. Hi, Essie, and welcome to the Stable Scoop Show. We're very happy to have you on and to learn more about the new DVD put out by the Kentucky Horse Council. Well, thanks, Helena. I'm happy to be here. Tell us a little bit about, um, well, before we talk about the actual DVD, tell us about the Kentucky Horse Council and what your mission is in general. Okay, absolutely. The Kentucky Horse Council is a member-based nonprofit organization. Uh, we have uh, folks who belong to the Kentucky Horse Council from throughout Kentucky, and we actually do have some members from out of state as well. But our mission is uh, that we're dedicated through education to the protection, growth, and development of the equine industry in Kentucky. Great. And, and part of that mission includes sort of, as you said, spreading the word and um, educating people. How does this new DVD work into that? Well, it's uh, this DVD actually is, is sort of engulfs our mission, really, because what we want to do is educate existing horse owners and, of course, encourage new horse owners to uh, develop and maintain a strong equine industry, uh, both in Kentucky and the nation. Um, and our, our new DVD is called Horse Smarts, Essential Advice for Today's Horse Owner. It's 60 minutes long, and it covers a variety of topics that we feel are important for every horse owner, whether it's your first-time horse or your 31st horse. Um, and uh, hopefully if it's your 31st horse, you already know a lot of these things. But what we found is that uh, some folks maybe need a little bit more information as well, uh, even if they've owned horses before. Um, so the DVD covers things including horse selection, um, feeding and, and general nutrition for horses, uh, hoof care, uh, safe horse handling, information on uh, tax selection, uh, how to keep your horse healthy, determining if your horse is healthy, uh, information on appropriate and safe equine facilities. We, of course, talk about transportation and trailer loading and then provide some information about the Kentucky Horse Council as well. So it's sort of like the uh, the book we sold tons of when we had our tax shops, and that was uh, Horses for Dummies. It's it's almost <laughs> like that in a, in a video form. Where it covers a little bit of everything there. (laughs) Absolutely, it does. And um, the really nice thing about this video is that we worked with 
uh, professionals in the equine industry from throughout Kentucky. So it, it's not uh, just the Kentucky Horse Council saying these things. It's actually uh, folks with uh, doctors in veterinary medicine, uh, PhDs, um, and, and then some regular horse owners who have particular expertise as well. Um, so we actually went and visited uh, places throughout Kentucky to, to gather footage and, and visit with these folks and get more information. So that now, has why- a fairly impressive. Go ahead. Why would, um, I'm thinking right off the bat, uh, why would somebody who maybe has already, uh, who thinks they know what they're doing, why would they go ahead and buy this DVD? What, what does it that maybe somebody might not know? They think, oh, I've, you know, I've led a horse out to pasture once or twice, or uh, my neighbor owns a horse. I don't need to watch a DVD. I, I, I hear that so one, much. I can give you one reason, and that's Chris McCarran is the host. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> That that's absolutely true. We uh, we did uh, enlist Chris's services, and and he was just an absolute star. Um, he's so great to work with. Anyway, we really appreciated his support on this project. But you know, in addition to the brief segments that we have, because we have ten segments in sixty minutes, so there's not a lot of time to talk about all of these things. But what we also did is we included additional information uh, in PDF format, so you can actually take this DVD, insert it into your CD reader on your computer, and you can view and print much, much more information than we were able to include with our experts on each of these topics. So, for example, uh, if you wanted information about uh, how tall fescue endocytes may affect pregnant mares, there's information not in the presentation from Dr. Bob Coleman about that, but as a supplemental PDF on the DVD itself. And I guess, you know, like anything else, like any book or video or anything, you always learn something. I don't care how much you know. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. agreed. And, you know, I, if, if you're a, if you're, it's probably a good thing. We were talking, Helena, earlier about coaches and, you know, instructors. This is probably a good thing for all coaches, instructors, you know, that aren't doing the real high levels end up with new kids or, or adults just coming into riding. And it'd be a good thing for them, I guess, to recommend to those people, too. Well, I think it's great, too, because what do you do on a rainy day if you don't have an indoor arena and you've got pony camp? You know, it's a great um, it's something great to pop into the DVD and actually have a discussion with your students about. Absolutely. And they can with those PDFs on there, they can even have some opportunity to do some further learning, uh, depending upon the the setting that they're in uh, in the educational environment. But um, absolutely see it utilized in all of those ways. And and we have worked with the folks through UK Extension uh, to, to get the DV out that way that way a little bit in terms of connecting with the 4-H groups and um, extension leaders in, throughout the 120 counties here in Kentucky. Now, this um, is but, a, it's available to more than just Kentucky. Anybody can buy it, though, right? Anybody can buy it. Uh, we have some retailers here locally. We also sell it on our website, and we're working to get national retailers as well. Okay. Oh, great. Attention, all you retailers out there. <laughs> Do we sound like two <laughs> marketers or what, Helena? Well, no, you know what it is? It's, it's, it's the, it's we can't the, help ourselves. <laughs> That's what no, the end result is that it's going to help horses and That's it's right. going to help people who like horses. So, uh, you know, it's easy. It's an easy thing to market. It doesn't feel like I'm selling it. It's like, just spread the word. I, I told you, everybody knows this about me. I'm like the missionary, like the horse missionary. And we want to clarify. We don't make anything from the selling of any of these books or videos today. No. So no, we're just, just, we're just here to help out. Well, yeah. you know, it sounds like you had a lot of fun. How long did it take to put this together? 
We've been working on this project for almost a year. It was released um, April 23rd, and um, we started production on it. Uh, our first uh, video effort uh, began in the middle of October, but we started, you know, identifying individuals to uh, present information for us and, and working on idea topics uh, back last summer. So it's it's really taken a great amount of time, and it's a phenomenally uh, done video. Uh, we, we worked with a group called Marvel Entertainment out of Princeton, Kentucky. They are unbelievable professionals and really put together an, an amazing product for us. Even if you're not interested in horses, it's just beautiful the way that they've uh, put in the imagery and added in the music to complement it. So it, it's a really nice production, regardless of content, but the content is, is fabulous as well. Well, and I guess, too, you know, they had, we live in the heart of horse country down here, and some of the most beautiful horse country there is. So they had a lot of, uh, they had a lot of places to film around here. Absolutely. We we filmed in uh, Lexington uh, and surrounding areas. We also filmed in eastern Kentucky. We did some filming uh, in Murray, Kentucky. We went to Bowling Green and, and, and shot some footage, uh, got some nice footage of some saddlebreds in Louisville. So we've done a little tour of the state with this. Well, that's great. Well, we encourage everybody, you can stop over to KentuckyHorse.org. And you can purchase it right there, actually, no matter where you are in the country. It looks like if you're a non-member of the Kentucky Horse Council, it's fifteen ninety-five. That's correct. Well, that, that's the right price, too. And you can use your Visa MasterCard, whatever, to buy it. And so that's KentuckyHorse.org. And you can stop over there and buy it. And the DVD is called Horse Smots. It's horse. I can't even <laughs> horse talk. Horse Smots. What are you, from Boston? <laughs> Smarts. <laughs> okay, you try it. <laughs> no. Horse Smarts Essential Advice for Today's Horse Owner. Did I get it right this time? You sure did. Okay, good. All right. Uh, well, we appreciate you being on, and uh, you know, we encourage everybody to stop over. I think Helena had a great idea. I think it's great for camps coming up this summer. It's great if you have new students coming in and you want to give them the basics before they come and take lessons. Uh, it, all of those things. And for the price, 15 bucks is like nothing for a, for a video anymore. Well, and thank absolutely. you, Essie, thank I, you for joining us, because um, if you've got more stuff coming out, we want to hear about it. Uh, well, thank you so much. And I did want to mention two more things before you let me go, if okay. I have time. Yep. Uh, one is that uh, this DVD was nominated for a National Communicators Award in Education. It's one of 7,000 nominations, and I got the word yesterday that we were awarded uh, a National Communicators Award, which is phenomenal. Wow. Congratulations. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank <laughs> That's you. pretty good for a little Kentucky Horse Council. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We're thrilled. We, we could not be happier. And then the other thing that I did want to tell you is that Kentucky Educational Television is airing this video throughout the summer. Um, so check on your uh, KET PBS stations, and uh, hopefully you can catch it there if, if you don't have the opportunity to purchase it. Well, that's Fabulous. great. Maybe some of the other PBS stations will pick it up then, too. I know that happens a lot. So Yeah, I'm going to have to write to my local one and ask them to carry it. Absolutely. We would well, thanks, Essie. We appreciate you being on, and we'll have you back on again. Sometime we'll spend a little bit more. The Kentucky Horse Council is actually one of the better horse councils in the country, very active and uh, just out there doing what they're chartered to do. So we'll have you on sometime, uh, some other time, I'm sure, talking about some of the other things that you're up to. Well, great. Well, thanks so much, Glenn. I'd love to do that. Thanks for having me today, and Helene, I really appreciate it. Okay, oh, bye. it was our pleasure. 
Kathleen and I would like to take a minute to tell you about our friends at Equestrian Collections. Equestrian Collections brings the whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips. On any given day, they have over $100 million of products for you to choose from. They know that riding and taking care of your horse takes up a lot of your time. So Equestrian Collections is open for you 24-7, and their advanced technology allows you to find exactly what you need on the website and to check out in as little as seven minutes. You know, Helene and I are both web designers, and we really like their website. They've done a great job. Their designers, did a, their web people do a fantastic job on that site, and we think you're going to enjoy it. They also have a fantastic Super Spring Specials e-catalog with thousands of savings from major brands. In these times, everyone can use some savings on what you buy, and Equestrian Collections is there to help. Just go to the homepage and click on the e-catalog link and choose the online coupon book. Just for our listeners, if you spend over $120, you can get an additional $10 off by using the coupon code at checkout. Use 10SPRING09. That's 10SPRING09. Visit Equestrian Collections at equestriancollections.com. They put the whole universe of equestrian shopping at your fingertips at a price you can afford. All right, we're back with our next guest, Heidi Nyland, who's speaking about her new book she co-wrote with a veterinarian called Understanding Lameness, Examining Equine Lameness from Diagnosis to Prognosis. All right, here's Heidi. Well, hi, Heidi, and welcome to the Stable Scoop Show, our author episode, where we're talking to a number of different authors, and you just wrote a book. But before we get to all of that, I wanted to just clarify with everybody we mentioned a little bit earlier that we met you actually through the interview we did with Julie Goodnight last week. You're, what do you do with, with her? You actually work for her, right? I, well, I own my own business called whole, The Whole Picture, and she's actually my biggest client and probably most of where I spend my time, but I produce her TV show that's on RFD, and oh, really? um, I'm also her marketing director, so I do her website and press releases and, and just a little bit of every kind of fun project you could think of. Well, did we do okay with the interview with Julie last week? I thought it was great, and one, my comment after I listened to the whole thing was, I love it when I hear someone interview her and they get stories that I haven't even heard before, so that <laughs> means that you, know, you, you were in one place to, to actually um, you know, be relaxed and, and ask her awesome new questions. So well, that's really good. That's because Helene and I just don't know anything about what we're doing, so that's <laughs> the reason it all turns out the way it does. <laughs> well, I don't to be true at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, in your free time, you're also a journalist yeah. and a designer and a photographer and all that other stuff, too. So it, you're sort of like us. You just couldn't decide what to do for a living, so you're just doing it all. Um, yeah, I actually got started in journalism <laughs> and um, photography, and magazine is kind of my background, and, and all of that just kind of kept building. And, you know, what I do on the TV show is very much just the same kind of production as I do putting a, a magazine article together. It's just instead of writing about it, um, our videographer actually shoots what I prepare and get ready. So it all does fit together. It can just sound like I have 20 gazillion jobs. <laughs> no, and you, you actually started out, you've got a bachelor's degree in English uh, from Ohio Wesleyan University and a master's in journalism. So you, this isn't just like, you you know, you woke up one day and said, gee, I want to write uh, articles about horses. You you worked hard no. to get where you are, didn't you? Yep, and it was actually always my dream to work very specifically within the horse industry. I, 
I took all of the fancy New York Times-style journalism classes and just knew that I wanted to know that style and what it took, but, you know, apply those writing skills and and things to to combine all of what I loved and, and uh, focus on the horses and, and be out doing what I like to do. Well, we better... You know, I think I think it's important that we pointed that out because so many times the topic of conversation among horse people is how you can make a living in horses. And, um, you know, that seems to be – I think the myth is that it's a struggle. And maybe it's not a myth. It, it is definitely a struggle. But it's nice to know that you are successful. You've combined your love and your passion with horses with – a very successful career. So it can happen. And I think the more we can get that out there to people, the more optimistic some of these up and coming um, horse loving students can be. I think any career that's out there in the, the whole world is there's also a counterpart very specific within the horse industry. But it's almost you have to know everything and all the details because you have to know the horse part of it. And I'm also a, a therapeutic riding instructor. And, you know, I go with Julie a lot to you know, kind of teach on the side sometimes and things like that. So, you know, you do, you have to know a little bit of everything if you're going to do whatever job you want to do in conjunction with that. Hey, Helena, so, maybe sometime we'll do a radio show. Maybe. Now, that's a great way to combine <laughs> horses in a career. Yeah, you done just the same thing. <laughs> hey, we could make it a podcast. Yeah, yeah. We could record it and everything. Hey, Sorry, uh, Heidi. We're a little silly. Hey, hey, Heidi. We better talk about the book or we're going to run out of time. Hey, the book. Uh, <laughs> yes, the book. Okay. <laughs> Called Understanding Lameness. And I... This has just been an amazing labor of love. I wrote it with Terry Swanson, who is an amazing veterinarian down at Littleton Large Animal Clinic down in Littleton, Colorado. And he he is just amazing to work with. I spent probably about a year and a half every Tuesday. I drove down to Littleton about an hour and a half away to go spend the day with him and look at radiographs and watch horses, you know, work in different areas. So he's just he has such a talent for finding exact lameness issues, like not just what you would go to your everyday vet, which, you know, they can do an amazing job too, but he has just such a trained eye to find out, you know, horses that are still performing, but the rider feels that they're just a little bit off and he can pinpoint, oh my gosh, well, I can see that. And it's just the slightest bit different, but yes, I can see what you're talking about where, you know, another veterinarian, someone younger that just hasn't had his amazing experience would, you know, say, well, your horse is sound. And so he just has such a talent for it and can see things so quickly. And like I said, I joke that I should have an honorary degree also in uh, lameness and veterinary science, but I'm just honored to have uh, learned as much as I did from the horse owner's perspective. And um, just to have to put together a book that I think is is user-friendly and actually can kind of decode what he might usually tell someone to put it into a user-friendly term of what's really going on, what can I do next, what can I expect out of my horse after this has happened, and and kind of create the book that you can take home after anything's happened to your horse or to read through to see, well, what can, what should I be able to notice? Now what, so that was really I our guess, goal with it. I guess there's a lot of lameness books out there. So the question that comes to mind is what makes this one different than the other makes ones? It different? Well, you know, I looked at a lot of those, and so many of them read like a textbook. You know, veterinarians are 
amazing for their ability to have, you know, gone through all that scientific school and classes. And I think the reason that this book is different is that I avoided those classes in college, like the plague. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, my background and, and ability in journalism and breaking it down and learning how can I say this in a way that people are actually going to understand it, that, you know, oh my gosh, sometimes he would... He'd say a whole sentence, and I I had no idea what he was talking about because the tuberitiae and the the this and the nuclear syntograph and we're going to do this. I'm like, whoa, okay, back up. Now, how would you say that to me if I was four? So, you know, how we set this up for every possible um, lameness condition, it starts, there's a chapter for just the, just the foot and just the knee, just all the way up the leg, over the back, and and. Um, around to the pelvis, we split it up so that you can look at this body part and then find out, you know, what are the things that you might notice in your horse and what could that mean? So there's actually a little bit of a story at the beginning of each section. And uh, I was just talking to my friend Pam, who helped me with those um, when we were originally writing the book, but we went through and for every section that Dr. Swanson thought was important to have in the book, we went through and looked at his notes and created these scenarios. Like, you're looking at your horse out in the pasture, and you see that he's rocked back and and doesn't seem like his leg is going straight down from him. What could this mean, you know? And creating these scenarios that you might actually see out in the pasture and then, you know, figuring out, well, what do I need to do before I call the vet? Do I need to call the vet right away? So Which hopefully is, it's, it's in very story format and lots of photos too. You know, that's a, another important point is um, what do I need to know before I call the vet? Because the communication, right, Glenn, do you remember when we were talk to, talking to Dr. Brian Parrott and we asked him, um, you know, one of the most important things that that can happen between a client and a veterinarian is good communication. Asking questions. Mm -hmm. Asking questions. And if you have, I I mean, I'm getting excited. I have not read this book yet, but I'm getting excited about it because if it helps me to see, um, or to relate to some real life situations, um, I, I might be able to then better communicate to my veterinarian what's going on with my horse, what I see, because it's so hard to articulate what you see. If you've got a book like this to kind of get you started, um, you like using these sort of case studies that's not rigid and structured like your textbooks. Um, I just think it makes it a little bit more relatable to the average horse owner who can then communicate better with their veterinarian. Um, am I wrong right. there? Or, you know, no, that's exactly what our intent was for it was, you know, if you take your vet and your your horse into a veterinarian and they say, okay, your horse has this, and maybe they don't have the time to explain everything, but here's this book that you can take home and you can read, okay, this is what usually happens. And in each section, like I'm I'm opening right now, I have it in my lap to DOD and the hawk. So what what is that? What might be happening? What do you notice? What should you do? What your veterinarian will probably do? What's your horse's prognosis is? So, you know, it's just very bulleted out with photos and, and you know, just kind of guiding you, well, what are the possibilities of your horse being okay? What can you still do with them? And, and really, you know, breaking it down more than being in textbook format. Well, that's just great. Uh, you know, where where can they buy this? Is this at all the bookstores and Amazon and stuff? It's a Western Horseman book, so I know people are probably pretty familiar with that series. So anywhere they sell Western Horseman books, it should be in most of the tax stores now. I do have it up on my website, too, if you want 
um, an autographed copy. It's up at wholepicture.org. Um, and so I, I have a certain number that, that I can sell myself. But, yeah, it, it should, it's, it's up there and, and anywhere they sell Western Horseman books. So. Cool. I'm just looking here. It is on Amazon as well. So, yep. Um, you know, and it's not that expensive. This is like a seventeen, nineteen dollar book, I think. So, um, you know, you, you, it's not that expensive a book. It's not like some of the lameness books that are fifty bucks. You know, this is and this is, some of them that I got out of the library or checked on. You know, if they're actually the veterinary um, study books. Oh my gosh, they can be like five hundred dollar books. So the list price on it's twenty one ninety five. Um, but you know, I think it's it's just. I'm hoping it's what every horse owner should have on their shelf. And, and the other thing, it is a Western Horseman book, but um, at the beginning of each chapter, I took probably, probably 80, 80 to 90% of the photos in, in here. Not all of them. Some of them are, you know, Dr. Swanson's case studies and radiographs and things to show you what's going on inside. But at the beginning of every chapter, there's there's a photo of a horse in action, like how that joint, how that part of the body is supposed to be working. And, and we really made an effort to show English and Western that, you know, these are just cool things horses can do. And it's, it's not just for, for Western owners, of course. too. Well, that's great. And I'll tell you what, I was on your website here too. I'll have to wrap this up, but I was on, I was doing a Helena and not paying attention and re- reading your website. And actually, Wait a minute, I pay attention. Uh, I went to wholepicture.org, which is your website, and the photos are beautiful. Well, thank yeah. you, thank okay. you. These are really nice. I really like the one of the of the gray and the group there on the homepage. That's really neat. That's yeah. really neat. You thank do a good you. job there. I'm I'm impressed. You got 45 jobs and seem to do them all pretty well. So that's good. <laughs> Hey, uh, I, and well, Julie wouldn't you. keep you around unless you did a good job. So um, we're we're a good pair. I appreciate working with her and and just all of the fun projects and possibilities that that that's definitely added. And we get to go to some pretty cool places too. So it's been a fun journey. Well, we thank you for being on again. It's understanding lameness, examining equine lameness from diagnosis to prognosis. So I said that without messing it up. It's uh, by Terry. Um, Terry, it's Swanson, right? Yeah. Then Terry uh, Swanson. Terry Swanson, and obviously this is Heidi Nyland. So you can find that on Amazon. We'll have a link in our show notes as well to go find her website to see her beautiful pictures or to go buy the book. And we encourage everybody to add it to their collection of equine reading. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Heidi. Well, uh, uh, she was fabulous. I, and, and another one that we need to have back on the show again and again and again and again. Well, definitely. She's a she's a, sh- a TV show producer. I guess she should know how to do this stuff. <laughs> and a fabulous photographer and writer uh, and yeah, journalist. Yeah, her photos were excellent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And very articulate, too. She was, it was a good, great conversation. Good. Yeah. Do I All know right. how to pick them or what? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Uh, and we've, we've got something to hear from uh, Easy Sods Online, don't we? Yes, we do. So we'll be right back with our interview with Megan after this commercial from Easy Signs Online. As small farm and business owners, signs are the most affordable means of advertising for your business. And most businesses, new or not, don't have dollars to waste. The Small Business Administration says signs are the most effective yet least expensive form of advertising for small businesses. What's more, signs are always on the job for you, advertising 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. 
Enhance your farm entrance with an affordable, professionally designed farm sign from EZSignsOnline.com. From elaborate carved signs to simple entrance signs, vinyl banners, pet memorial markers, stall name plates, and much more, the folks at EZSignsOnline.com have what you need in durable outdoor signs. Their unique website uses a step-by-step process, allowing you to choose all of the options and to see the complete pricing before you buy. Visit EasySignsOnline.com today to take advantage of their current specials. Remember, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. And make that first impression with EasySignsOnline.com. All right, and now we have Megan Aro, who wrote the Horse Lover's Guide to Massage, and she is um, she actually has a business of her own called AllAboutAnimalSage.com. So welcome, Megan. Welcome, Megan. And you know, I did kind of butcher your last name earlier in the show, so I want to clarify for everybody: it's Megan Aro, and I am again. See, I get too excited, Glenn, about all these guests. I know Another- you do. I'm personally excited about um, the Horse Lover's Guide to Massage because I just think that massage is is such a wonderful, simple thing that you can do and has such broad benefits. Um, So, Megan, welcome, first of all, and tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into talking about um, your work in the book. Yeah, thank you so much, both of you, both of you, Helene and Glenn. Um, Let's see. I uh, my background has been was primarily in horses first. Um, sometimes people get into the horse massage through being a human massage practitioner first, and then branching into the animal world. And I did it in the reverse. I was first working with horses, um, working in barns, and and then uh, was a therapeutic riding instructor for a while, which I loved. And then one of my colleagues learned about horse massage, and I saw what she was doing with the horses with what she had learned, and it just looked like so much fun and such a great education, really, for any horse person to be learning about their bodies that way and how you can care for them better. And so I went and took the same class she had done and then just kept taking more classes, and then from there got into... um, massage for people as well, massage and other forms of body work. So I do both people and animals now, but mostly horses, some dogs, and some people. Wow, you, you, you've really branched out into everything here. Um, so w- what brought on, I noticed you also have a website, and the website's all about animalmassage.com, right? Mm-hmm, yes, uh, just, So what brought on, April. had you ever written a book before? Nope. Okay, so no, I got first. the idea for the combination of the books and the website just as a way to really reach more animal owners more efficiently because part of the profession of being a massage therapist and especially an animal massage therapist is very much about educating the public about, you know, what is massage and what does it do and why should my, you know, why should I have my animal get a massage and how will it help them? And it's, you know, it's wonderful having these conversations one-on-one and having people get excited about it as they see the results. But it was starting to feel just like, you know, I just need a way to do this a lot faster and to help get this word out faster. It has, you know, people have been learning about it more and more over past decades, which is wonderful. But I really just wanted to do something to speed up that process because so many of my clients, you know, once they see the results, 
um, in different ways. Sometimes it's watching their animals' responses. Sometimes, especially in the cases of horses and riders, it's it's feeling how they feel different when they ride them in the following days. And they just have this reaction of, gosh, you know, I wish I had known this years ago. I wish I had been able to do this with my last horse, or I wish I had been able to do this, you know, when when this horse was younger. And they just they just don't didn't know about massage as most of us really still don't in this culture. No, and you know um, what's interesting too, you you uh <clears throat> massage is one of those things that people say, well, you know, and what I found is the people that poo poo it usually have never had a real professional massage before themselves. Right. Uh, or they've had one and they had an unfortunate experience, which can happen. Right. And then they discount it. I yeah. get a massage every month, and my wife always says that week after I get the massage, I'm always in a better mood. Uh-huh. And I, I gripe less and all of that stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, and I read the thing on your website. It talks about the different things that massage can do, like it boosts the immune system, improves the uh, movement, obviously, and joint and health function, and reduces the effects of stress and you know, and restrictions caused by old scar tissue and things like that. And, you know, I, I do think that this goes, this is the same thing it does for humans too. Exactly. I mean, it, it goes across all animals and you also do it with canines as well. Yes. You don't yes. do it with cats. I noticed. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I haven't. But no, there are people you value your hands and your face. As well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you know what though? I've massaged my cats. I, Glenn, I've massaged your cat. Uh, you know, just in petting and scratching, and you, it, it does a benefit cats too. Absolutely. And I would actually like to create a book for cats in the future. I would like to work with a, um, a co-author. I've got several people in mind who I know who do work with cats professionally. And that and title would be How to Massage a Cat Without Landing in the Hospital. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us about, I, I want to go back to the book, the, the Horse Lover's Guide to Massage, what your horse wants you to know. Give us a, one excerpt um, that, that our horses want us to know. What, what's one of the things that we can find in your book that I think would be interesting to readers? Um, well, I guess one um, chapter particularly that the horse would want you to know is understanding the difference between adaptation and healing. So there's a chapter on that um, explaining how the body, and, and everything really applies to our bodies as well as the animals um, in the same way. So when we have a stress, which could be a small stress, that's repeated a lot over time, or it could be a big stress that happens in an accident. Either way, when there's some kind of a stress, you know, the body is a really great, um, has great mechanisms for dealing with that and adapting to the new situation. So a lot of times, for example, horses especially, and they can do this even better than us having four limbs instead of just two, you know, they can redistribute the way they carry their weight or the way they move and get around and still successfully running away from the wolf, you know, to avoid being eaten. And so we think they're fine because they're still upright. They're still moving. They're not, you know, crying in pain. Um, But that doesn't necessarily, there can be a lot of subtle changes going on where things might be, you know, functional in terms of survival, but nowhere near optimal, because they're just they're adapting to deal with uh, an injury or a or a strain, even if it's not developed to the point of injury yet. Whereas with body work, if you get some more communication going and some more observations going and some 
body work happening, you can actually help them get back to, if not, you know, possibly 100% or at least closer to 100% of what their optimal function and comfort should be. Wow. Uh, okay, I'm going out and getting the book. <laughs> so, now, so does this book actually teach you to do it yourself, or does it just talk about what it does? It it does both. Part one is explaining how massage works, and for example, that chapter on adaptation versus healing, what the difference is. Um, that's all in part one. How to find you know work with a professional if if that's what you choose to do. That's in part one. Um, part two is all how-to, and there's lots of really wonderful photographs. Um, there's some basic techniques taught and um, some tips, coaching tips on, uh, on uh, improving the quality of your touch and how you apply the strokes and um, tips on reading your animal's feedback so that, because they are, they're very good at communicating what they're enjoying and what they're responding to. Um, if you know how to pay attention to it i gotta this is funny helena my greyhound just got up bam bam that's her name just got up and walked over to me right as she was talking about this and i was looking at the dog version here Mm -hmm. so i think that's a hint huh yeah oh absolutely and bam bam especially would love if i figured this stuff out because nobody likes no canine likes being touched more than a greyhound Right, oh, and right. she does love it. <laughs> she yeah. waits for me to come visit because that's when she gets special massages yeah, from me. That's right, <laughs> from Aunt Alina. So, so this sounds fascinating. It is interesting, you know, and I think you're right. I think there's a lot more acceptance of massage in, in entirety than mm-hmm. there ever has been in the past. And I think you're probably finding the same thing. How often, how often, you know, obviously this depends on money and what you can afford and everything else, but how often should you have your horse done? Uh, yeah, it really depends tremendously on lots of factors, like part, partly for sure money and your preference, but also how old is the horse and what job are they doing and how hard are they working at it and how does their confirmation, you know, either have them well-suited to the job or not and what's the skill of the rider because the skill of, and balance of the rider really impacts the horse tremendously. Um, but some horses, you know... Are, couple times a week just to keep them comfortable when they've got a lot of issues going on and other horses it might be you know well really that they may never necessarily need a professional massage but having a professional kind of check them out once or twice a year can certainly help detect things much earlier than a non-professional is likely to find it um but i would Often a typical maintenance schedule is about once a month, as you mentioned for yourself. Right. Well, well if you I, wait I would much love to do it twice that. a week myself, but yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what, does it, what does it cost here for uh, on average for a mas- horse massage? It's usually pretty comparable to whatever is being charged for people massage in the area. Yeah, so, like and I'm that paying eighty bucks. Quite a bit, but say anywhere from fifty to one hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. Um, is you know, and and right around the middle of that's pretty pretty average. And where can they get your book, and and uh, how much does it run? Yeah, the book is well fourteen ninety five plus tax, depending and plus shipping, depending on where you are. Um, it's available on the website, um, allaboutanimalmassage dot com, and it's also in Amazon. Okay. And, we'll put uh, a link to both in our show notes as well, like with all the other books we went over today. I think there's mm-hmm. been a trend. I don't know if, if this is a fact or, or 
I'm I'm just haven't had my eyes open. But Helena, it does appear that horse books have gotten cheaper. It used to be horse books ten years ago were all thirty to fifty dollars. And now now they have come down in price. I think the market's driving that, but you can find most all the books we talked about today were in the fifteen dollar to twenty dollar range. Well, yeah, my theory on that is is and it it's just a theory, but that um, print books need to compete with online media now or, or new media. So um, the price has come down a little bit because it's um, it's not as easy to access a print publication. It is, you know, there's mm-hmm. Facebook and right. websites and all that stuff. Yes, the economy. Radio uh, shows. Huh. Right. But I, personally, I like to have, I've got a bookshelf that's full of horse books and I love to be able to, um, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night, you're in bed, you just kind of go and pull out one of your horse books and peruse that. So, I, you know, to me, I'm happy that they're less expensive now because I can just mm-hmm. add to my collection. Hey, can I yeah. also mention that on your website too, um, I've been distracted just checking out all the websites today. You also have, and this might give people a little bit of a taste, you also have free ebooks on animal massage. It's called Animal Massage, a consumer guide that you can just download right from your website. Yes, thank you. I did want to mention that. Yes, that's absolutely, I want to very much encourage people to download that. It's a great way to start and then find out if you want to learn more, then, then there's plenty more to where that came from. And go buy the book. Yeah. And you have a Facebook page, don't you? Yep. There is. There's a Facebook page all about animal massage okay. um, for the books and the website. So uh, it, you, you can be our go-to person when we discuss massage on the radio show here. We'll have to have you back on. Yes, I would love to be back on. And there's also, I did also um, link with, the, with my website. I created a network called Animal Wellness Network. So there's a whole network of professionals, massage and other types of body work and related animal wellness professions like veterinarians and trainers and farriers. So, and that's that's a new network, so it's not huge yet, but it's growing every day. Well, great. All right. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you being on the show, and that's all about animalmassage.com. We'll put the links on our website, and we thank you for being here, and we'll talk again. Thank you. I look forward to being on your show again. Well, that was great, Helena. You know, this is the first time that we've had boom, boom, boom guests and the first time that we've ever talked about books. But I'll tell you what, it's been fun because, you know, in a little bit of time, you still learn something and it really introduces their books to the world. And, and, you know, we're all about helping horse people. So we might do this again sometime. Yeah, you know, and I get a little bit jaded with the horse books. It's sort of like people keep writing the same stuff over and over again and just putting a different cover on it. So it's nice to see that there's um, a whole new perspective on horse topics from um, experts in the field. And I'm glad to see that they're coming down in price, too, as I mentioned earlier. <laughs> so. Oh, please. It's I know. It's nice to have an affordable option to, to stock up on my collection. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, I say this all the time, and I swear... I, these people do not pay us, but I because one of the things I hear and I see emails flying around is, oh my gosh, if I get another mug for a class prize, I'm going to spit. Or you know, I just I think books make great class prizes right. um, or year end awards. You know, so um, I, the fact that they're affordable means that these horse shows who are uh, who are struggling to get by and, and give out gifts or whatever, give out prizes. Um, I think books make a great a great prize. Well, great. All right. Well, we have to wrap it up here. We've uh, gone long like we always do. Uh, Never fails with you and I. We just like to chat. (laughs) So, 
So we have a couple other shows. Well, actually, we have a lot of other shows now on the network. It keeps growing every day, it seems like. But the Eventing Radio Show is another show I do with uh, Chris Stafford. And this week we had Debbie Adams of the Young Event Horse Program. And we had Boyd Martin on about his switch to the American team, leaving the Australian team. He's official now. And Ooh. everybody loves to listen to Boyd, every girl in America. So <laughs> he has that accent. Shh, don't tell my husband. <laughs> and then the 2010 radio show. Actually, Samantha and I had an action-packed show this week with our first All-Tech update. And Dr. Lyons, the founder of All-Tech, joined us himself to give us uh, the first of a monthly report. We're going to do those monthly now on the show. And he's always fun to listen to. He just, he just you get him started and he doesn't stop. He's, he's a good he, guy. He's the most enthusiastic <laughs> uh, CEO and founder of a company I have ever talked to. And I've talked to a lot of them. Well, I'll tell you, if I were the CEO and founder of a company that was sponsoring the World Equestrian yeah. Games, I'd be pretty stoked. I could afford to shell out $15 million. Bucks. Um, and we're also doing several new things on the show coming up. And one of them is our 2010 radio show Spotlight Athlete. Every discipline, all eight disciplines, we're picking a Spotlight Athlete that's an up-and-comer that hasn't competed in the Olympics or a WEG before. And we're going to follow them from now all the way through the 15 months until the WEG. So it's through their qualifications, what they're doing, and we're going to speak to a different one from a different discipline every week. And so that means that they'll be in rotation. So we'll hear from the same ones every two months. And we'll get updates and we'll follow them. We're going to have web pages on the website following their progress and the articles about them. And they're going to give us personal updates, come on the show every two months. What we were hoping is that you'd get vested in these riders so that if you don't know much about most people, you know, like you and I, Helena, we know about two or three sports maybe. We don't know about all eight. So it gives you time to learn about what the riders go through, what the athletes go through in all of the different disciplines. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fascinating series. And this week we introduce the first one, and that's our spotlight driver. And his name is Michael McLennan, and he's a good old boy from Texas. He's no youngster. He's retired. But he's been driving pairs forever, and his goal is, for the last 20 years has been to get into to driving foreign hands and to qualify for the WEG. Well, he's already qualified with five of his horses, and now he has to make the team. Now it's a matter of getting selected. So he's qualified, and now it's a matter of getting selected. And he's just a, he's just a Texan through and through. Reminds me a lot of talking to Michael, uh, mm. who we've had on the show before. Uh, and he, I think you're going to fall in love with him. He's just, and he breeds all his own horses. He drives his own team. He's bred them all. And he breeds, you're going to love this, quarter horse Frisians. Wow. Uh, they're called Texas Cobbs. Uh, oh, I love it. Yeah. So quarter horse Frisians, they're beautiful horses. You have to listen to the 2010 radio show at 2010radioshow.com. Hey, can you do me a favor and put a picture up of one of those quarter horse Frisian crosses? Yes, they're they're okay. beautiful. You would never you would have a tough you would say they were warm blood of some sort, but you wouldn't exactly know. And and uh, I'll I'll put a picture of his four in hand team up. Okay. And then the dressage radio show. The first one is live. iTunes is set up. Zoom is working, so you can subscribe. You can check it out. They have their first real sh weekly show coming next week, and then they'll start doing weekly after that. And Heather, the new co host over there, uh, Heather Blitz, who is a uh, Grand Prix rider, is doing a great job. I've heard the first two. And she's doing a great job. And she's, of course, a Grand Prix rider herself, so she can relate to the other dressage riders. <laughs> and I, I just think she'll, she's going to be a good addition to the whole team. Well, you know what, Helena? I'm really excited about the next couple of weeks on our show because we have some really cool stuff coming up. Next week, uh, we are doing a, a show called uh, The Horse's Mouth. 
And we're actually talking to two people. We're talking to Jeff Tucker, who is a pretty well-known dentist, actually, horse dentist across the East Coast here, travels all up and down the East Coast. And we're actually talking to one of the Myler boys about Myler Bits. So we're really spending the whole episode in the horse's mouth, and that's that's the title. When is that going to be? That's next week's show. So that's coming up next week. Wait, on our show? Yeah, on our show. Yeah. Oh, I knew that. (laughs) And then after that, we have a couple more I want to talk about, too. And the the one of them is um, that you don't even know about yet. Is mm. called the. I think you do actually. It's called the Horse Boy. It's a, a video, a documentary that was put out called the Horse Boy, and it's about this father who takes his autistic child on a on a world journey uh, revolving around horses because he found that was the only thing he could do to reach them. So we're gonna we're gonna actually talk to. We're trying to get the author of that on uh, the book. So we're hoping for that, and then. At the end of June, we're going to do something I don't think any podcast has ever done before. We now have over 400 Twitter followers. Wow. I started Us? looking... Stable Scoop? Me and you? Well, the Horse, Radio, the Horse Radio Network does. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> and I started looking through them, and what I discovered is there's some fascinating people out there that are following us in the horse world. So we're going to do a Twitter episode. What we're going to do is we're going to Twitter only allows you to put in for people not a, that don't know. It's like a little blog social thing, but it only allows you to do texts of 140 characters of less. It's very short. So what we're going to do is get eight to 10 of our Twitter followers on that day, and they can, they're only going to be allowed like three and a half minutes. And we're just going to do them boom, 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 and try and get like eight to 10 of them on one show. But they're going to talk about what they do in the horse world because a lot of them have really cool businesses, do really cool things in the horse world, and they're just out there. And we just thought we'd give them an opportunity to, in a very quick Twitter fashion, uh, (laughs) put their word out about what they do. And we're just going to do them boom, 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 right through the hour. You are just the idea man these days. uh, That should be – don't you think that will be a fun show? (laughs) Yeah, fast I mean, we'll and talk, curious. We'll, we'll get to talk, and we're going to have a buzzer, and when they're done, we're going to blow the buzzer, and they're off. Oh, my um, gosh. So. Do, not, do not put me anywhere near the show. Do not give me coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's going to be a great deal of fun, and it's going to follow the whole Twitter concept. Uh, awesome. We'll have birds chirping in the background, things like that. <laughs> that's uh, awesome. So, <laughs> so uh, that's coming up as well. So we got lots of fun stuff that we have planned here for the month of June. So hang around, subscribe. And uh, you'll find all our show notes over at StableScoop.com. You can leave us voicemails, emails there, and all of that stuff. We thank our sponsors, Equestrian Collections, the whole universe of shopping at EquestrianCollections.com, and also the number one farm sign maker in the country, EZSignsOnline.com. Okay. That's it. I'm out of breath, Helena. That's about all we can do today. Okay. Uh, I know you're you're tired, and we just have to get off here. So I'm going to say goodbye until next week, Helena. We will be back with the scoop.